Let's do this. Are, are we too soon or too soon or too late? I don't know. Everyone keeps asking us for our best albums of the decade because everyone else already put theirs out. Fuck us. We were going to wait until the decade was actually over before talking yeah. about our favorite albums of the decade. Because is, is it the top albums of the last nine years instead of 10 years? Because if we waited, we could have had another year of atrocious music to jam into a top 10 or top whatever list. This is such a basic thing that I think people don't understand. It's not a new decade until 2021. A decade, it's units of tens, so yeah. there was no year zero. Year one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The first decade has a year ten in it, so the second decade has a year twenty in it. Right. 2020 is when you reach ten and start over at one. You fucks. <laughs> so maybe we'll do another episode on one of these then. The good people at Rolling Stone magazine put together a hundred greatest albums, I think but they did, did not two. even do it correctly. No, they did a hundred. Well, maybe they did two. A lot of people did two. They did a hundred. This is what it was. Rolling Stone did a hundred albums. Vice did a hundred albums. Pitchfork did 200 albums because they're the most obnoxious fucking people on earth. I guess everyone's certain nothing good's going to come out in 2020. They're probably right, but yeah. still. Well, did you listen? There's no way that 200 albums even came out in the 2010s that were good. I just don't believe that most people have listened to a hundred albums. No, they definitely haven't. Do the numbers on that, though. If you publish a list of 200 albums and say these are the best albums of a decade, that's 10 years. 200 divided by 10 is 20. So you're talking about 20 albums a year that deserve to go down in history as some of the best music ever. That did not happen. I've been here. I was paying attention. That didn't happen. Yeah. 200 albums of the decade is too long of a list for it to mean anything. Where are the limitations? How many albums even came out in the last 10 years by bands that people have heard of? I'm going to guess 1,000, maybe 1,500. To publish a list of the best 200 of those, that's 15 to 20%, right? Mm -hmm. That's just dumb. There's no way that 20% of the music that came out in this decade is even worth talking about. Just get the fuck out of my face with this nonsense. If you can't make a top 10 list, then you don't get to make a list. If you make a good top 10 list, maybe it'll give you another five spots for a top 15. But you gotta earn it. How did you possibly sit down and make, who made the list? How did it work? Is it like rank voted or something? I don't know how they do it, man. It doesn't matter how they do it. Is did you go look writer? at any of these lists? I'm looking at one right now. Which one are you looking at? Pitchfork. The Pitchfork one is very special. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm still scrolling. Takes a second to scroll through 200 fucking things. So any of these lists that I looked at, I only looked at the top 10. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to do, dude. And I'm still, I'm still scrolling. I haven't gotten past. I'm at 27 Yeah, now. I'm not looking at, I'm not reading 200 album reviews or actually they're not going to be reviews either. They're going to be dick sucking because it's a list of the best albums or whatever. Who, who took the time to read this entire thing? It would have taken you a fucking week. I bet that the numbers aren't high. I bet that if you could record the actual user behavior on the website, mm -hmm. it's a lot of people clicking, control F, find the band that's the reason why I clicked on this. Where did they put the strokes? That kind of bullshit. Clicks pay the bills. So when I looked at these lists, I just went to the top 10 and they're all bullshit, man. Pitchfork put two Frank Ocean albums in their top 10. So I'm pretty sure they've actually stopped listening to everything that they're writing about at this point. 
they did get Fiona Apple right, but the Pitchfork's Reader's Poll is really where it's at for me. Pitchfork's what went out? Which one? The Reader's Poll. Oh, the Reader's Poll. This is for sure the most read music site on the internet, so this is probably the best sample of what people who think they care about music actually think about music in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read this full top 10 because this is what people are listening to. Number one, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Number two, Kendrick Lamar, To Pimp a Butterfly. Number three, Frank Ocean, Blonde. Four, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. Five, Frank Ocean, Channel Orange. Six, Kanye West, Yeezus. The top six positions are the same three people. They each have two albums. Seven, Vampire Weekend, Modern Vampires of the City. Absolute trash. I cannot fucking believe those words just came out of my mouth. <laughs> Eight, Sufjan Stevens, Carrie and Lowell. What? Nine, Arcade Fire, The Suburbs is Lord Melodrama happening. What is happening? Yeah, this is insane. It's dude. like six albums by three people and then bullshit on the rest of the list. I think it's weird that according to everyone paying attention to music, three people are responsible for 60% of the best music that came out in this decade people also just have like really people that read pitchfork love obviously love hip-hop because that's uh six albums in the top there but they also just love what downtrodden slow atmospheric bullshit music that yeah. vampire weekend makes sufian stevens makes lord i guess makes tame and paula for sure makes bony Vare makes radiohead makes jesus christ they sound the same it's all depressing it's white the people most depressing bullshit slow music ever why do you, you just need to cheer up everyone at pitchfork needs to fucking cheer up well the reason why it's fucked is because it's being made now you're really looking at what people in this year think is the best stuff that's why it skews towards way newer stuff way later in the decade than earlier because mm-hmm. of how short the attention spans are how short an album cycle is now. yeah that's the thing too yeah i guess reflecting on a full decades worth of music is difficult also, too, if there's an album that you liked in 2011, that was, at this point, nine years ago. You don't even you may, remember. You may not remember, but you also may not like it now. You may have been like, oh, that album was fucking great nine years ago, but now looking back, you're like, well, I don't, that, that shit sucks. It's also interesting how much of a crossover there is between readers' poll results and critics' picks, best of the decades or whatever. Right. It is remarkable how much people's opinions are pretty much exactly the same within a fraction of a difference. Literally, if you look at any of these lists, the crossover is insane. It is as if these are just one hive mind group of individuals making these lists and jamming them all together and saying, oh, we all agree that Artist X certainly is in the top 10. It's a lot of the same stuff because of the way music criticism functions now. You're not looking at a list of what anyone legitimately thinks is the best music to come out in the decade. You're looking at a list of shit they know they have to say or else deal with the fallout. This is what it's going to consist of. We have to cover the spectrum here. At least 20% of them are going to be hip-hop albums, maybe 30%. You're going to have to have the pop artists that you wouldn't expect to have in there, but they're going to jam them in there, probably Taylor Swift or somebody of the Taylor Swift genre. You have to make sure that you have a broad spectrum list here. But the only reason that would come into it is if these lists are not trying to be lists of the best albums of the decade. Mm -hmm. These lists are trying to include as much bullshit as they can to get people to read them and argue over the placement 
of the thing that they know. It's just driving clicks. It's so fucking predictable and stupid. Rolling Stone put that Adele album and an LCD sound system album in their top 10. So the boomers are squarely in charge over there. (laughs) Uh, They did find room for Beyonce, Drake, Kanye, and Kendrick in their top 10. So nobody can accuse them of not having any black friends. But how can you honestly say a Taylor Swift album is one of the 10 best in a decade in which Nick Cave's son died and then he's been dealing with that in the studio making some of the most punishing music of his career. That's what's weird about that shit to me too, though, because if Nick Cave puts out an album, people fall all over themselves yeah. to be like, Nick Cave is the greatest. I don't know. I mean, this guy just writes the best. I mean, people will just fawn over everything he does. Exactly. If he farts into a microphone, they're going to write a fucking 10-page essay about it being the greatest thing ever. So why wouldn't the music people try to keep those people happy? I think I know why. I think it's because the music people who have a social media presence are more afraid of Taylor Swift fans than they are of Nick Cave fans. Mm -hmm. The thing that's wild is that he's not even in the top 10 on Pitchfork, where I would definitely expect him to be. These are all fear-based lists, man. It's like, what are people going to freak out on us if we don't put in here? You're basically looking at a list of who has the biggest fan base who's going to yell at us on the internet. Even though someone might have more fans, if their fans aren't on social media, we don't give a shit. Yeah, it definitely is just about appeasing for sure. Keeping the fans at bay. Right. Or if they're on Facebook, we're probably going to try to make them mad because apparently if you make people mad on Facebook, you get to be the president. So let's do that. Sites want those fans to come to their That's website. That's all it comes down come to. Come see where clicks. we put your person. Right. And we make money on how much traffic we get. Of course. I do seem to remember the concept of music criticism not functioning the same way that political parties do. But if Arcade Fire is, we're going to say they made one of the 10 best albums of the decade, off the rails at this point. Yeah. It's just... That says it all. Bending the knee. Well, it's a race to the bottom between shitty mainstream taste and a music media that's funded by clicks and fear. Now at this point, because you put two Frank Ocean albums in the top 10 of the decade, the next Frank album, Frank Ocean album that comes out. You call him Frank, though. We call him Frank. You call him Frank because you're friends. The next Frank album that comes out, if it sucks, like truly sucks, they can't say that it sucks. They're going to be like, how unique and different it is. They're going to bend themselves in half to not say that this album sucks. I think that music criticism is operating on the same fundamental principles as current American politics, which is there is zero accountability. You can make the truth be whatever you want it to be. So I don't think I think that we're probably the only ones even paying attention to this shit. Yeah. But you know what's weird is that people... Except for apparently the people who want us to make this episode. I was going to say, that's the thing, is, but then people email us all the time, yeah. every day. What do you? What should I listen to? Well, if you listen to the podcast, you know what we would say is good or bad. Don't be lazy. Yeah, just listen to the episodes. We talk about bands you should listen to. But that is the most common question that we get. If you're not prepared to dig, you don't deserve good taste. I do think we should play just a clip of our favorite song of the decade. So yeah, I mean that was it. I think that was I think that's a good song. Sounded great to me. And I think, you know, maybe you all should go, you know, and listen to it. I also think if your favorite album came out in the 2010s, your favorite album for sure sucks.
All right, there you have it. Your favorite band sucks. Best of the decade extravaganza. You know, I resisted doing this, but we had an okay time recording it. Maybe we'll do another one every 10 years or so. In all seriousness, we will keep putting these mini-eps out every now and then. Uh, We do it for the real fans, the people who listen to every episode, no matter who the band is. That's why there aren't any ad spots, because we know if you're listening to this, you're already ahead of the game. And we do thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the main episodes with your friends and enemies, telling everyone how much more correct we are than everyone else. Maybe you're not so bad after all. All right, brand new episode of the show next week. It's on a band I know we never would have picked if it wasn't such a common request. It's always weird when you find out there are a ton of people out there still spending so much of their time thinking about some band you entirely forgot existed 10 years ago. But hey, what the fuck do I know about Coheed and Cambria? Guess we'll find out next week.